0: Writers are a superior breed. No one else can face so much rejection and still thrive. Susie Smith.
1: You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. For our bonus episode today, we are joined by another podcast. Welcome Patrick Carlyle of We Liked You First. Hi. Nice to be here.
0: So tell us about your podcast and what you do.
2: Okay. Um, well, my podcast is called uh, We Like You First. <laughs> it's kind of a funny name, I know. I just wanted to pick something that nobody had used before or at all or there was no likeness on it on another podcast. When you're looking for a podcast name, sometimes there's a problem with that. You want to be original. What I hoped to do with the podcast, I made it so that it would bring, you know, emerging talented writers and actors together, and it would kind of create this really cool experience where actors would get a chance to do readings, like, you know, dramatic readings on the air of original work. I had the idea for a while, and I kind of thought this was a great time to go ahead and get started with it.
1: That's awesome. So are you looking more for novelist short story type work? Or are you looking for screenplay work so actors work together and back and forth in the episodes?
2: I come from a theater background. I got my degree from Brigham Young University, Idaho, and I got my degree in theater studies. And I did a lot of directing and writing with my time at BYU Idaho. And so originally, I was hoping, <laughs> I was thinking this would be a really great way of getting short plays and plays on board. But when I started kind of reaching out to people, it kind of expanded the idea to screenplays, to people who had written movies and stuff as well, or short film. And I even have a couple people who are interested in, who've been asking if they can share their, like, their short stories. We just kind of adapt a little bit to whatever we see from the pool of people that we talk to. And we just work with them to make sure that we don't change their work at all, and we don't alter any of the content, but we make it a way that an actor could make it into a reading of sorts. Like in a short story, you could easily separate some of the dialogue um, and have, have somebody read it or things like that. But we're pretty flexible, and I've decided to do a case-by-case basis and see what we get and see how we can make it work, working with that writer to get it on the air.
0: Okay. So let's say I have a one-hour stage play that could be a drama. Do I need to right. pick out actors or bring actors in? Can I just throw Um, a script at you and you figure out where they're going?
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I actually have a main cast of actors. There's six of them. And they're like my main cast. They're like the the six people that I go to first and I would assign them roles. But I also have an acting pool of guest actors where I can call them up and I can fill them into extra places. So really, the, the writer, all they really need to do is submit their information so I can contact with them and work with them, and then I have the resources to, to pull in the actors and the actors to fill in the parts. And I'm always looking for more actors, too. I'm always looking for people who are interested in performing. An interesting thing about a pandemic, especially like where we're in right now, is I know I have a lot of friends who are actors, are professional, and are seeking to be professional. And I think working over a podcast gives them a unique opportunity where they still get an opportunity to perform. And that's something that I thought was important.
1: So I found you because of a friend of mine. She went to college with you. And she knew that I write and that I did the podcast, so she introduced me. And when I saw it, I loved the idea that you're bringing in writers and actors and just general creative types to feature their work. So... Yeah. Why did you decide to start this in particular?
2: I think a big part of it has to be the pandemic that has hit the world. And I, I might be giving a long-winded answer to this, but the pandemic really did kickstart the desire to want to do something. I love the arts. I love literature. You know, I love all those things so much. And I kind of got offended <laughs> when people put a really big, slap the label on what was essential. Because as soon as this happened, a lot of my opportunities, personally, were kind of diminished or significantly decreased. I couldn't think of a lot of things that, oh, I can go and um, look for jobs in the, the field that I want to. And I wasn't able to anymore, Um because a lot of those things were shut down. They were deemed non-essential, or they were deemed relatively unsafe, and which is understandable. And I knew people out there who were kind of feeling a little bit, like oh, the thing that I love to do, the thing that I think is really important, doesn't have anywhere to go anymore, and I have to kind of restructure or change the way I'm living my life right now. And that's really hard. (laughs) And I immediately thought, what if there was a place where, or there was somewhere, even a little bit in my small sphere of influence, I could at least give back or give another opportunity to as many people as I could. That was one of my first initial thoughts. And another reason why I wanted to do it was I really would love opportunities, you know, because I love to write. I love writing plays, and I've dabbled in the screenwriting. I thought to myself, like, I love writing, and I really wish there was an easy way to kind of get in, get my foot in the door. I really wish there was somebody out there who would say, I can tell you put a lot of work into what you did, and I would love to be the first person to say, I liked you first and gave you your first opportunity to do something like this. I have no intention of saying no to anybody who wants to submit anything, and I really want to give them a really, really awesome first positive encounter in submitting something. Whatever it may be and whatever medium they decide they they want to be successful in, I want to find a way of giving them their first positive experience, or just another positive experience if they're already experienced in it. So that's kind of why I decided that I wanted to do this.
0: So... I have several friends in the theater world, and they do a lot of radio dramas. Why oh, cool. did you decide podcasting?
2: You know, I, I really don't know why I decided podcasting. That's a really hard to peg. You know, to be honest, it kind of seemed a little convenient. I have a couple of friends who have started their own podcasts, and at the very least, they just sounded a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and I just kind of wanted to jump on board with it. And I've been learning from people who know what they're doing how they do it so I can kind of implement techniques and stuff into the way I want to do it. You know, the radio drama is, is kind of a fun thing to do. I'm the kind of person who likes to fall asleep listening to things or I work at Walmart right now <laughs> and during my shift, I like to listen to things. I listen to other people's podcasts. I listen to music. It's just one of those really nice things where you can do it anywhere. You don't have to be in a specific location. You don't have to be in a specific time zone. You can kind of just tune in when you want to. And that was something that I liked about it. It was uh, available to anybody who wanted to do it at their own leisure, at their own convenience.
1: I also listen to quite a few podcasts. What are some of your favorites?
2: Ooh. (laughs) I have a friend who started a podcast about the supernatural, and it's called Studies in Shadow. Um, and he just always kind of does some really cool, you know, supernatural studies uh, with a friend of his. So that's kind of a fun one. I kind of like listening to that one. I love The Office, and so The Office Ladies is kind of one of my guilty pleasures. I think I've listened to each episode at least three times now, and I've rewatched all the episodes that they review on their on their podcast. So you know, I love stuff like that. There is another really awesome podcast out there called Playing on Air, where it's based in New York. And they do strictly short plays by American authors, and they've done some really famous people. And all the actors they get are these really well-established and very famous actors, like Tony Shalhoub or Timothy Chalamet, has been on their show. They've had some really amazing people. I like listening to their podcast as well, and they were kind of a little bit of an inspiration, but maybe dabble into what I was doing now too.
1: So I'm gonna definitely check out Studies in Shadow. If you like that kind of supernatural horror podcast, check out the Magnus Archives. I recently discovered it, and it's amazing.
2: Ooh, thank you for the recommendation. The Magnus Archives—I will definitely look into that.
1: Yeah, it's—it's it's got kind of like an H.P. Lovecraft-type feel to it. Ooh. It's a very—that is good...
2: awesome. H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft is—he's kind of like the father of horror. Like he's pretty awesome.
1: Oh yeah. He's my inspiration every time I write a horror element. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> so I checked out your Facebook page prior to
0: this recording, and I saw you had a submission form for writers to get involved and to get their works read. Do you have something yeah. similar for actors? Or is it just yes, your team of actors?
2: No, no there, is, uh, there is also a thing on the same page. And I'll, I have a post came at the very top of our page. It kind of says our mission statement. It has the writer submission. And right beneath it, there is an actor submission as well that actors can sign up. In our first episode, we actually have two people in addition to our main cast who have joined us as well. And they're wonderful. You know, I have the great benefit of knowing these two specifically. But I do have people who have already signed up that I haven't met yet. And I'm very excited to introduce myself and to get a chance to work with these people that I haven't actually worked with before yet. I highly encourage and I would love people to sign up and be interested in performing as well.
1: What would you say is the biggest benefit for the actors and the writers who participate in your podcast?
2: You know, from a writing perspective, I really hope just to kind of give them an opportunity to, first of all, have their work heard from an actor, get a little bit of direction as well. And to kind of give it a little bit of a treatment, to kind of hear how it would sound if it was being performed. My main cast are made up of a bunch of really wonderful people who have a lot of really great experience, and they're really hardworking, and they take it seriously. So I think from a writing perspective, if I was to have actors read my work and perform my work, I would really want them to be doing a good job, and that's something that I feel like I can attest to, that I'm confident in the talent that I've invited to come and work with me as well. And they do have a lot of professionalism and seriousness to do that kind of thing. I also think there's a really awesome benefit of they have somewhere they can go and say, my work was done on a podcast. And if you want to listen to it, they can show it to other people and say, this is kind of a little bit of a sample of what you could hear if you heard more of my work or more of my work was produced. maybe a little snippet or a little snapshot of the kind of level of writing or the work that I can create. And that's something that I really hope that they would be comfortable with sharing with people uh, after coming and working with us that they could take what we had done with it and they could say confidently, I like what they did. And if you want to hear more from me, I have more stuff. And this is where you can come and hear more from me. Or, One of the big goals that I have as well is that the people do submit work and do let us perform their work on on our podcast. I hope they would be comfortable enough to brag about it, like this is what my, my stuff sounds like. And then we would love to take that writer and point the listeners in their direction. If you liked what you heard from this person, You can find out more about them um, in this direction, like they have if they have a website or if they have a YouTube channel or anything, even just a LinkedIn page where I can direct them to to find out more about this person. I really hope that we could do that too, just get them a little more attention that they deserve. So for actors, you know, I just hope it would be a really positive and great experience and give them a chance to actually perform and, and to do something and to share their talent as well.
1: So for both sides, it's something that they can take and say, I did this, you can listen anytime you want. Yeah. That little bit of almost a a real opportunity. Absolutely.
0: So a lot of our listeners are authors of varying types, and we did want to give a little love to our non-novel listeners out there. We know we have screenplay and stage play, and so this is an opportunity for everyone to kind of get involved. But what kind of requirements do you have for submissions? Do they have to be G-rated or have a certain word count, certain number of characters?
2: I'm usually kind of just like a PG-13. I'm not the kind of person to go super edgy, but PG-13, kind of a level, is, you know, kind of what we're looking for. That's kind of the maximum. Word count, we're not really concerned with. I I always tell everyone who wants to submit, who would say, submit the whole thing. But usually, just depending on, just because of the length of a podcast, we might not always do a full reading of whatever we do. If it's something that's like 100 pages or more, we might say, "Hey, can we just do a selection of this? Maybe just do like a cutout of like maybe 20 to 25 pages." Of course, we would discuss that with the writer and say, "Hey, what do you think would be best of this work to read so that you know our listeners can get a really good feel of what you know your writing is about and gives them like a, a nice taste of the work." And then if, of course, if, if anything submitted that is within that page length, we'll do the whole thing gladly. <laughs> And characters, we have a wonderful pool of actors already, and I'm always accepting more. And so I would say, you know, just send it to me what you've got. You know, we'll work with that writer too to make sure that it is adequately expressed on our podcast and adequately performed and given the treatment that it deserves. But yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah.
0: So would you call yourself more of a writer or more of an actor? Oh, my
2: goodness. Um, (laughs) When I was younger... I had accumulated around 30 or 40 acting credits, but now I consider myself a writer. I spend more of my time writing, and I spend a lot of my time directing as well. That's kind of, those are kind of my passions. I'm applying for my master's right now, and hopefully to get my master's in directing. But writing is something that I, I really, really love.
0: And for our novelist authors out there, make friends with theater geeks. They are super useful to have around. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> To are. Yes, it's great to get the perspective of somebody who is investing in a single character in your story. Oh, They're yeah. the ones who are often going to point out, well, this is inconsistent from this page to this page. And sounds like a lot of your project on your podcast as well has that same effect, where you can give feedback to the authors as well as let them see something performed or hear something performed.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That is really something amazing about working with an actor. And when you get a really good one, they're able to sit there and they're able to dissect that character. And they kind of become the expert on the character. And it's kind of fun to watch what they're able to do with it and what kind of, I guess in a way, what they're able to show you the subtext that sometimes you're not able to always see yourself, which I've always found pretty astonishing to watch when a good actor does something like that.
0: Yeah, taking a new facet on the character that you didn't quite notice or intend when you were writing it down. It's one of my favorite things about screen and stage is it's a collaborative effort. So we talk about authors being the gods of their own little worlds. When you're designing a screen or a stage play, you're leaving room for the actor to contribute something to the character as well, the director to have an idea, a vision, beyond just the words that you're putting on the page.
2: Oh, absolutely. I do have to say... Some of the things that I've learned as well is that the writer is king. And at the end of the day, you have to use the words that are given by the writer. But it's so right about that collaborative nature. Sometimes you get to discover how the words can be interpreted in different ways. And I think that is kind of a magic all on its own that I think is kind of beautiful in a way. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, you may say or have written one thing, but somebody could look at it and they could find three or four different ways that it could be expressed, which I think is amazing.
1: So who do you hope listens to your podcast? What is your target audience?
2: Oh, I hope everybody listens. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess I would really want to target people who are interested in being entertained, but I also hope people who love to write anything, and I, love, I hope people who love to perform listen. I hope that community of performers and writers and entertainers really getting there as well and storytellers are really drawn to the idea of this podcast, and I hope they find the entertainment and kind of the joy of hearing people perform and hearing original work being represented. I really hope that those kind of people are, are drawn to this idea. I also really hope that there are people who, I guess, love to be partakers of good writing and partakers of good performance, but don't necessarily like to do it themselves, maybe. I hope they get drawn in it as well. Sometimes I'm definitely one of those people, too. I consider myself sometimes I, when I get a little overloaded and I don't want to create my own, but I really want to bite into something that somebody else has done. You know, I really like finding good art or good performance or good creation out there. So I hope those people who like to hear good things, I hope they would be drawn into this as well.
0: So you really want your listeners to also be able to say, we liked this person first?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We can all like them first, you know? <laughs> we can all do it. <laughs> I want us to be like the indies, you know, like the indie people. Like, we liked those guys before they were cool. You know, I think we can all be that. We could all be that
1: group. <laughs> so, how do people find your podcast and how can they start listening?
2: Well, we record through Anchor, but we have a Facebook page called We Like You First. That's kind of like our main hub right now. But we're also making an Instagram called We Like You First as well. So right now, follow us there, and we'll probably do more as we get going. But we're brand new, so we're kind of a rough stone rolling right now. But bear with us and, and kind of join us for the, for the ride. But, yeah, I would say start out there. I'm hoping to upload to, to Spotify and to those places as well. So, you know, anywhere you can listen to your podcast, look out for us. But our Facebook page is kind of our main informational hub right now. So, Keep an eye on that.
1: Do you have a schedule yet of when your first episode is releasing?
2: We're airing our first episode on the 24th. So it'll be about a month ago from when this episode airs. Yeah, August 24th will be our first episode. And then after that, every two weeks, we'll be having a new episode.
0: And are you looking for people to participate right now?
2: Yes, right now. And if they go to our Facebook page, they have information where they can sign up. And we also have an email address if they want to email us. It's just we liked you first at gmail.com. Where they can ask questions, and we'll get back to them ASAP.
1: And we'll make sure to have the links to all of this on the landing page for this episode on our website, writingrootspodcast.com. That way you can go find them, listen to the episodes, and start hopefully contributing, because this is a great opportunity for writers to start getting their works out there. Especially if you're like me, I write a lot of short stories because I don't have the conviction to stick around for a whole novel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's totally okay. The short story is such a gem.
1: (laughs) So, you know, you can submit the short stories, get those stories out there and featured and use that. If you do write that full novel or that full stage play, you can say, hey, you can sample a piece of my work here on this podcast. Absolutely. How do you intend to work long distance with other
0: actors? Do they just record somewhere and then send you the file or? We
2: actually work together through Zoom. Oh, okay. Um, I, got, I upgraded to Zoom Pro, which gives me some freedom to, Act to record as well as and to work with the audio. You know, it's a little unconventional, but it, it actually works pretty awesome. <laughs> we're finding it to be you know, as successful as it can be for what we're doing right now. Cool. That's so cool. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's kind of fun. <laughs> and we kind of just talk and we choreograph meeting the mics so we don't overlap with each other and, and we rehearse so that, you know, we make sure that there's no weird cut in or cut out of with people and we make sure that we all locate ourselves in spaces where we're heard the best and then we just go from there kind of thing. We work very hard to give up the best quality we can.
1: Very cool. Especially in this time where it's difficult to gather around professional microphones because social distancing is a thing
2: yeah absolutely we're good citizens (laughs) (laughs) we want to do our part to help end the pandemic but we also want to make sure that we still do the best that we can and we can still do stuff you know through cool tools and techniques like that
1: adapt yep we're adapting yeah so thank you so much for joining us we will be sure to include all your information on our landing page so our listeners can find you. I'm excited to start listening as well and dredging up some of my old short stories to submit eventually. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. And thank you so much for reaching out. Like We kind of officially started maybe like two or three weeks ago. And how fast you found us was amazing. <laughs> and your support is, is really appreciated.
1: You know, we can thank Jessica for that. She sent me the link and I was like, oh, hey, this would be great for our episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am super honored that you called me. So thank you again for joining us. For our listeners, really consider this as an opportunity for your works, for your stories, your screenplays, your short stories, however you want to do it. This sounds like a wonderful opportunity. I definitely plan on taking part. If you listeners
0: out there have a story that you know showcases your skill really well, and if you could just get this into the right hands, this sounds like a great opportunity to do that. So follow the links on the landing page, but don't stop writing and make sure when you are writing, you write selfishly.